it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. The Democrats' love affair with either service or protest, it all depends if it works in their favor. When Bill Clinton was running against George H.W. Bush, they didn't want to hear anything about service. Right? Nobody wanted to hear anything. Bill Clinton was, in fact, a draft dodger. You can read his letter that he wrote in college, rebuffing and rejecting his call to service, his order to service. He was a draft dodger. Oh, so was Donald Trump. See that? See that? This is this is again. It, it you can't have it both ways. Nobody wanted to hear about service when Bob Dole was running against Bill Clinton. Nobody. But when it was George Bush and John Kerry, well, it was, well, actually, they did bring up service in Bush and Gore. I believe Gore was a photographer or a military journalist of some kind. But the Democrats hammered George W. Bush for his service in the Texas Air National Guard. Remember, I'm John F. Kerry, and I'm reporting for duty. After throwing his, somebody else's medals over the White House fence, the Winter Soldier and all that. Nobody wanted to hear about service when it was John McCain versus Barack Obama. No one. Nobody wanted to hear it. And there was very little talk of it when Romney ran against Obama. But once it was... Trump and Hillary. He was bone spurs, deferments. He didn't serve in Vietnam. Now you got Biden. Biden's got five deferments. We heard all, you know, we haven't heard about Dick Cheney's deferments in a while. I know, right? Everyone loves Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney might be running for president. But if deferments is a disqualifier and military service, honorable military service with an Ivy League pedigree well then you better get out of the way for tom cotton and ron desantis i mean if that's the standard right you're gonna have joe biden if joe biden were on a stage with ron desantis or tom cotton both of whom i have ivy league pedigrees both of whom served in the military ron desantis a naval intelligence officer attached to seal teams tom cotton 101st airborne um he's a grunt That would be it, right? I mean, you would say, well, Joe Biden has deferments. He's a wimp. He's a wuss. He chickened out. And now we have two guys that served honorably. I mean, mean, Buttigieg, right? I mean, you said, well, Pete Buttigieg. The image of Buttigieg that the Democrats gave us, and Buttigieg himself at times, was you'd think he'd be wearing like some kind of boonie hat, Face painted green and black, rising out of the water. Hard charging, door kicking, oil rig seizing Navy SEAL. Hard fighting sailor. That was Pete Buttigieg. As a matter of fact, you could put his name up there next to Mike Thornton's. You have to look that up. I think it's Mike Thornton. He is the the archetype, basically, of every action movie ever made. He was a Navy SEAL in Vietnam. That's Pete Buttigieg. You know that time? Remember that time 
that they needed a team to go in and rescue a diplomat in the jungles of South America. And he led a special operations team helicopter mission at night. And when they landed in that jungle, there was an alien bounty hunter that took out his... Oh, wait, that's the movie Predator. I forgot. But that's Buddha Judge. Buddha Judge was a staff driver who deployed for six months inside the wire at the Bagram Air Base with the Naval Reserve. And when he posted that picture of himself holding a M16 with a magazine not in the well, no Kevlar, no body, no body armor, every, every single veteran called this program and said, that's called a Hey Ma, look at me. He borrowed a rifle from an armory, one of the armories, and went out where the gate was. People explained that that's, you know, that was just a shot, you know, of the gate. Tight shot, looks like he's in the mountains on patrol or something. Really, he's just inside the wire. Hey, Ma, look at me. But if you even had any questions about Buddha Judge, yeah, look at the way he talks about veterans. This guy has no respect for veterans. Well, let's see if Tom Cotton... Ron DeSantis run for president should Trump decide not to. Is the media going to go, wait a second. Joe Biden finished dead last in his class at Syracuse Law School. Syracuse? Ew, Syracuse? I mean, I know it's private, but it's not Havid. It's not Yale. It's not even Princeton. Ted Cruz. Well, Ted Cruz went to Harvard Law, undergrad Princeton. Joe Biden finished dead last had to leave the 88 race because of plagiarism. And has never worked a day in his life in the private sector or served in the military. Now, military service is not a prerequisite. But if you're going to go by the standards set by the Democrats, which change with the wind, what would be their take on a DeSantis or Cotton race with Joe Biden? They'd have to say, well, wait, we, 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 we got to get out of the way. Ivy League pedigree and military. What's not to love? They would forget all about Joe Biden. Well, they have already, they've, they've never reminded us of Joe Biden's deferments. Bone spurs. We heard bone spurs every five seconds. Bone spurs, bone spurs, bone spurs. Every five seconds. Now we hear nothing. We never hear anything about Joe Biden's Vietnam-era uh, deferments. Weintick, 695, Patriot, 957-2874. I'm going to be weaving this in and out. Molly Ball, I think the piece was in Time, is one of these writers that just, some of these writers, I think they think it makes them seem more intellectual if they just can't get to the point. Right, if you read The New Yorker or The the Atlantic, the week, time. Some of these writers, it's almost like being concise or getting to the point is beyond them because they think we all want to read their, you know, read a, read what they're writing for the next half hour. It's like, come on, we got things to do, people to see. But the essential point of the piece is that Democrats have to worry about a model 
for Republicans set by Glenn Youngkin, who also might run for president. I think they're all, I think everyone in the, the possible field is waiting to see what Trump does. And that includes Liz Cheney, who's going to get laughed off the stage. I mean, she's not even going to, I mean, that's hysterical, but that's besides the point. She's not even going to make it through Iowa. Think about it. Jeb Bush didn't even make it. To, I don't think he made it to Florida. <laughs> he was out. Now is Jeb Bush where he was governor of Florida. His brother was president. His father was president. And they couldn't, $50 million, they couldn't get his campaign off the ground. I, I don't know who's itching for Liz Cheney. I would say even the majority of the anti-Trump Republicans who are looking for a good reason to come back and vote for a Republican are not looking at Liz Cheney. They're pro- Tom Cotton, Ron DeSantis, Glenn Youngkin, all fine candidates. But I don't think they're looking to If they're looking towards Liz Cheney, all right, that I don't think she has a chance, but that's besides the point. But what Molly Ball worried about in the piece, I'm not even going to bother with the with the quotes because it's just, just so long-winded. This idea, and it goes to the point about abortion and the EPA ruling, Democrats tell us they want you know all power to the people. Power to the people. Democracy. This is what democracy looks like. But then they worry out loud on the pages of Time or on the websites like Vox, the New Republic, The Week, Newsweek, that people are going to vote to take away rights from others. Or that in some states, abortion is going to be outlawed. You heard about that 10-year-old. So why don't you just tell us the truth? As we have celebrated Independence Day, what you really want, you don't want democracy. If you, have, if you remember, in California, the gay marriage vote failed over and over in California. And then when the Constitution, the state was, an amendment to the Constitution was passed by referendum, the state Supreme Court just overturned it. I didn't know that a state Supreme Court did overturn a constitutional amendment, but they did it. And then we ended up with a federal same-sex marriage, Airfingers quote, law that was not passed by Congress. When we talk about education, gender, CRT, all this stuff, notice how the Democrats reject democracy. Why don't they just tell us what they really want, which is they want a leftist tyranny. They don't like states' rights. They don't like local rule. They don't like local ordinances. They don't like local school boards. They want a leftist tyranny centered in Washington, D.C., run mostly by unelected people. I will sit and listen to any Democrat who can explain this. You say democracy. You say you want democracy. This is what democracy looks like. But you want bureaucrats and judges, neither of whom are elected, and neither of whom are accountable to voters on any level, right? The Supreme Court justices sit for life. You know, the Constitution doesn't actually say that. It says, sit in time of good behavior. And maybe they would argue that, uh, well, this Roe v. Wade ruling, that's not good behavior. We're going to get rid of you. All right. If you want to play that game, every time a judge makes a ruling that we don't like, we just get rid of that judge. And then judges will stop making rulings we don't like to keep their jobs. Then the court at that point is pointless. 
But if you want the EPA making rulings on power plants in the states, declaring puddles of water as navigable, and spilling toxic chemicals like the Gold King mine spill, where the government can't sue itself, right? The government doesn't sue itself. And if the government pays out resources, get this. They take money from you in the form of taxes. And if they are found liable, they spend your money to cover their asses because they're government, essentially the ultimate corporation. Government is essentially the ultimate corporation. All power, no responsibility. Bureaucrats are never dragged before the public. We don't see, even look at Jerome Powell. Jerome Powell and Janet Yellen, the two of them, are making matters worse by the minute, barely a peep out of them. And there's nothing we can do about it. They're not accountable to us. They'll sit there as long as Biden will keep them there. And we don't get to weigh in on Biden for another three years. But you say you want democracy, but really you want judges and bureaucrats. Bureaucrats we don't know. We can't name them. We don't know where they are half the time. They could be in D.C. They could be in regional agencies. We have no idea. They make laws for we the people, and there's nothing we can do about it. And you say you want democracy. That's not democracy. That's the opposite of democracy. That's a leftist tyranny, which is exactly what you want. You were fine. The Democrat left in this country was fine with five unelected people constituting a majority using case law precedent as a stand-in for legislative law. And you were very happy when the federal government, the executive branch, Republican president, Democrat president, didn't matter, just churned out regulations, regardless of their cost or their effectiveness or what they do to the lives of other people somewhere out there in flyover country. Don't tell me on Independence Day that you believe in democracy, because you don't. Wintick 695 Patriot 9572874. We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program, say it with me, cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.